Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. Try to give you what the Lord has laid upon our heart, and, uh, and uh, try to do it, you know, in the, the way that the Lord would have us to do. Come on, do things. Um, normally, we read our scripture and then we pray and. Then we get into it, but we're going to start with our prayer tonight and uh, try to stand up, speak up, and for heaven's sakes, know when to shut up. I know Roger's raring to go as well, and uh, let's just pray for him too. He's had uh, some sinus surgeries and things tonight, and uh, you know, so we need to pray that the Lord would help him with that, and I know he's worried about it, but I know God will help him. And so we're going to be reading, as we said, out of 2 Timothy in the fourth chapter, and uh, it's a message that's been on our heart for some time now. Don't have an exact time when it came to our, came to our heart or kind of felt led to go there. And I've uh, been having a lot of thoughts and things about it and never could go over and start to study it and really try to ask God to show us everything until uh, today. So if you can, and if you will, let's go ahead and stand and we'll pray and then we'll read the, the Word of God. Your kind, merciful Heavenly Father, we are... Here, Lord, you're not praying, God, that you would help us, Lord, to rightfully divide your word. Lord, that you would give us exactly what you would have us to deliver, Lord. Move us, Lord, and help us, God, to get out of the way. Help us, Lord, to open up our hearts and our minds, Lord, to the message. That we could apply it to our lives, Lord, and that we would be obedient to you. God, Lord, we need your word today, Father. Lord, we need you, Lord, to instruct us and guide us in the way that you would have us to go. Father, we pray, Lord, that you'd just help us. For it's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. We all say, Amen. The Bible says this, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, Exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. You may be seated. Uh, I believe this is a, a charge that we all need to hear and understand today. I believe this is a, a message of God, not not our message. As always, our prayer is that Lord, not let us preach anything that we would preach, but let us preach exactly what you would have us. To preach. We were here in Duskins and his ordination and Ben and others, and the same charge was given to me when I was ordained. And I pray that through my ministry, God has put his stamp of approval upon what God has called me to do. I'm assured of two things. I'm assured of my salvation, and I believe that the Lord has called me into the ministry. And in doing that, I think it a, a great charge, and I'm Glad and I'm thankful that God counted us faithful in putting us into the ministry. 
And that is a charge for all of us. Now, the Lord has kind of given me this in two different ways or two different main points, if you will. And I'll go ahead and give you the first thing, and I believe that that is for we that are preachers. In today's world, it's more important that we stand and preach the Word. Preach the Word. First, we got to first understand, well, what is preaching? I believe that what the Bible says, preaching is to study, that show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Preaching is a God-called thing. God calls the man into the ministry, not anyone else, not your grandfather, not your not your daddy, not your mama, not your papa. I've already said it. Not anybody else. Not even the church. It's God. God calls you into the ministry, whether we like it or not. Others have come and they talked to me about, well, I feel the Lord is leading me into the ministry. And I always told them that something that you've got to weigh out yourself. I can't tell you if God has called you into the ministry or not. That's between you and God. But it's something that we must take seriously. That is something that I myself ran from. And I just could give you what God's laying on my heart. I I ran from it for a very long time. Thankfully, one day I finally came to myself and accepted it and Big burden was laid off of me. I was young and didn't know the burden that would be put right back on. The battles that we fight and the battles that we struggle with. And so in doing that, we understand what is preaching. And preaching, I believe, is to deliver a message of God that the church needs to hear. Not just the church, but also lost people. Most importantly, the Bible tells us also in Romans 10, how can they, uh, how then shall they call on Him who they have not believed? And how shall they believe in Him who they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Let me understand, let me be clear in this. God does not call the enabled. He enables the call. I look and I know and I've always uh, want to be careful in this. I'm guilty of many times talking about my own self and my own faults and my own failures. Because I never want to be one to stand up before the church trying to make it seem like I'm any better than anybody else. Let me be clear today, I am the least of everyone that's here tonight. I counted an honor and a privilege to get to stand with Roger tonight. I counted an honor and a privilege to be accounted among these great men of God that, that are ministers and go out and work and preach the Word of God by nothing other than that they have been called to do so. I believe that there's not a one in our association that is um, a hireling or anything. They're in it just because they love God and they have been called to spread the gospel and to preach that which God has laid upon their heart. I believe that today and I believe that there is a burden that comes with preaching that many people will never ever understand. They'll never understand what it's like to be burdened and woke up in the middle of the night praying for your people and praying for the people of the church and to be broken about how we continue to preach in revivals and we preach here and there and yet we worry and we wonder why is it that people don't come to the altar 
or why is it that we're not seeing people saved? Is it something that I'm doing wrong? Is it something where I've failed? Is it something that I've messed up? Where have I gone wrong? That doesn't give us an excuse to quit. No, it is is a reason that we must continue to press on. Why? Because it goes back to here. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing of his kingdom. We must preach the word because people need to be saved. Because a judgment is coming. So we understand what preaching is. We understand that it is a message that we all to listen to and hear. As Gary already said, and we may get to it in just a little bit more here in just a little bit, but not just be hearers of the Word, but be doers of the Word as well. But we must be clear in that what we do preach is what? The Word. Yeah, the Word. The Word. We ever stray from what the Bible says and begin to give opinions or anything, then that's when we get ourselves into trouble. We've got to be careful and clear in that we preach nothing but the Word. Now the Word is many things and it's very deep thought. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3, 3 and 16 and 17, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Now listen, some of these same words goes along with what we say here. For it is it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. These Bible, the word here that we believe and we preach is the word of God, the Bible. The Bible tells us also in Romans, the word is also the gospel. The gospel says in Romans 1 and 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Those that are lost out there in this lost and dying world, the only hope that they have is the gospel. The only way of salvation is through the gospel. The only way of salvation is through the word of God and by accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. It is a charge that we must understand and be clear of what we preach and what we stand for and it is the word so clear today in this world that there's different thoughts and different doctrines and we see people being led astray by doctrines that say that that everything's going to be okay everything's going to be alright if you just do this and you're never going to have to worry about anything there's different doctrines out there today where people are going out and, and preaching that they're they're the ones that are healing people or people will be preaching that Jesus was just a good fellow and a prophet and all of these different lies from the devil. I'm here to tell you today that the only way of salvation is through Jesus Christ. And there is no other way and the only way that I am saved is because of His grace, love, and mercy for me. There was no way that I could have worked my way into heaven. It took Jesus Christ to die for me and by the grace and love of God He has forgiven me of my sins. That's it. That's the gospel, no matter what anybody else says. And today, no matter what anybody else's opinion is, whether people don't like it or not, we must preach the word. The Bible tells us, and didn't write this, so maybe we didn't, we'll try to give you what God's laying on our hearts. The word is sharper than a two-edged sword. The truth is the word hurts sometimes, doesn't it? Sometimes we get mad. Sometimes we may get bowed up and say, well, boy, didn't that preacher say something tonight that made me mad and get me upset? 
Boy, I tell you what, let me just be obedient here. You know, one thing I like about our association means, you know what gets me excited? I love the good singing. I love the good food. I love the fellowship. I come to get preached to. You know, you used to hear old preachers, old men of God and old women of God. Boy, I tell you what, that preacher, he stepped all over my toes and I was glad for it. Boy, I tell you what, today people don't like to hear that. They start getting mad and they start getting bowed up when their feet, when their feet get stepped on. Boy, you know what, Gary? I like it when you yeah. in the Lord and what the God and what God has laid upon the preacher begins to step yeah. on my toes because it makes me know yeah. that I am a child of God. Yeah. By His yeah. conviction and His yeah. condemnation, all the things that come with that. I didn't mean to say condemnation there, but by the convicting power of God, yeah. it makes me know that I'm a child yeah. of God. Yeah. It helps to keep me straight when I can't keep myself straight. Yeah. I find that when I don't go to church and I don't hear good yeah. preaching. And I don't hear good Sunday school lessons. I don't. I get myself all messed up. I need the Word of God to help guide me and direct me. I need a man of God to stand up and preach to me and tell me what the Bible says and help to give me a different thought and help me see something maybe I didn't see before. I'm thankful for the preachers that have been in my life that have instructed me and didn't care if they hurt my feelings. They were trying to help me be a better person. I'm thankful for them. Amen. Me too. I'm glad. Yeah, me too. I'm glad mom and daddy yeah. beat me sometimes, Amen. kept me from messing up. Amen. We need to do that. The Bible tells us that we ought to beat them early and beat them often, Amen. whether we like to hear it or not. We may say we're from hellfire and damnation. But boy, today people don't like to do that, do they? No, they don't like to say, well, no. No, you ain't ought to be hurting people's feelings. You're going to run them off. No, I ain't trying to run them off. I'm trying to point them to Christ. Amen. Trying to help and save them from hell. And the only way to do that is yes. the Word. Amen. Yeah. Well, we as preachers, we need to take this charge seriously. Right. Not Amen. just during ordination service or anything. Yeah. But be clear in what it is that we stand and what we preach. Yeah. Amen. What does the Word of God say? We need to get into the Word and read it just like the Bereans every day. Have a better understanding of it and apply it to our lives. Hard to do. One thing I feel like I ought to say is, one thing about being a preacher, something I've learned, that I am not perfect and there's not a single preacher that's ever stood that is perfect. There's only one person that's ever been perfect and his name is Jesus Christ. And that's who we're preaching. Even Paul himself, I believe if you begin to ask him, he say, yeah. You know, I'll tell you what, Tommy, I preach all the time. I'm a hypocrite. That's just the truth. That don't change what the Word says. It doesn't change what God says. It doesn't tell me what God to do. I need to continue to strive to do that. I ain't going to live in sin. I'm going to try to separate myself from the world. But guess what? I still battle with sin. Even Paul himself wrote, I do the things that I hate. I do the things I don't want to do. Brother, that was all of us. But it doesn't change what the Word of God says. And that's what's going to stand, right? We heard it this morning. When the world's on fire, the the Word's going to stand. And we need to hear the truth. The truth is what our people need to hear to set them free. And if it ain't from the preached Word of God, then where else are they going to get it? All right. So we are to be instant in season and out of season in the good times and in the bad. Exhort or reprove, rebuke, 
Exhort, I like that. Exhort, we can go into reprove and rebuke. That means to to instruct and, and to and to and to correct them, if you will. But the thing is, I like that. Exhorting as well is to encourage one another and help one another with all long suffering or patience and doctrine. Yeah. All right, we're trying to be quick. Now, are we not seeing this in today's time? Are we not seeing this for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine? But after their own lust, shall they heed to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. In other words, they will begin to believe myths and things that are not true because they don't want to hear the truth anymore. So the charge has been given to preachers. Now this is hard. God help one thing I have learned in working in this is that this is not a one-way street. It takes two, if you will, to tango. We've all heard that before. The Bible tells us about the body, the body of Christ. There's not one member greater than the next. There's not one more important than the next. But the thing is, is that we are to work together in this as one. That means that the congregation and the church ought to be willing to hear what the preached word of God is and what the word is trying to help us understand and what the preachers are trying to preach and we ought to listen to it. And even as Gary already said, let us not be hearers of the word only, but also be ye doers, right? We hear an awful lot about preachers and and how boastful and prideful that preachers can be. And truthfully, that is very true. Something that we all need to be careful about. And all of those stories are true. And there's reasons behind it. We don't hear much about the prideful deacons or the prideful lay members or the prideful Sunday school teachers or the prideful this, that, and the other that hear the preached word of God and aren't obedient when God begins to draw them to come and repent. It is not just a one-way street. We must be together in this for one purpose, to help glorify Jesus Christ. If we are not obedient to what the Word of God says and what the preacher says, then what good are we doing? People say all the time, well, we ought not quench the Spirit. That I'm going to sing a song or I'm going to give a testimony because I don't want to quench the Spirit. I believe we need to be careful that we don't quench the Spirit and that when God tells us that we ought to move, we ought to move. That when God begins to convict our hearts and tell us that we ought to come to an altar, we ought to come. When the preacher's preaching with all that he's got and giving you what the Word of God says, maybe you ought to give him an amen every once in a while to help him out, to help to keep him going along because we are in this fight together, are we not? If we can't be in this together, where else can we be? We can't be in the Lord's house trying to worship and love on one another. As the Bible tells us, we ought to love our brothers as Christ loved us and to encourage and exhort and help one another. If we can't do it in the Lord's 
house. Where else are we going to do? I tell you what, I need a little bit of encouragement sometimes, Tommy. That's just the truth. I appear to feel like I'm kicking rocks sometimes. We didn't come here to put on a show. The Bible taught me even Jesus asked his disciples, Lord, just pray for me. Just yeah, that's it. Even Jesus, when they started talking about John the Baptist, he said, well, what did you go out there to see? Yeah. Are we shaking yeah. with the wind? Oh, we ain't coming here God. just shaking and getting all emotional and shaking around and spitting and all these things so that we can waste a few hours in our day. No, we're trying to yeah. preach to yeah. try to get your children yeah. saved, God. trying to get your grandchildren God. saved, God. trying to get your neighbors saved. Then we can be equipped to go out into the world to share the gospel. We are in this together. Ain't that what these association meetings are about? That we can come together and fellowship with one another and say, you know, I say, how the church's going. Brother, I'm praying for you. I know you're fighting. I know you're struggling. I know your battles. Brother, we're in this with each other. Praise on with you, brother. We're in this together. We got to work. It's a two-way street. The church needs to listen. The church needs to be obedient to the Word of God. I've already said... I am thankful for the preachers that have stood. Let me be clear of this here again. I'm getting into the hard stuff, so just bear with me. Oh, here we go. This is Bible. Right? Yeah. I'm thankful for the men of God in my life. Right, I am. I truly am. And you know what? Some of them are true and faithful to me. Well, I tell you what, my my papa boy, I mean, he used to tell me straight. He wouldn't he wouldn't bake it around the bush. I had a great uncle. He tell you right now, a bunch of cowards need to get right, get serious, get on get to work for God. They didn't beat around the bush. They said there's a time to pray and there's a time to, to listen. There's a time to shout. There's a time to be quiet. There's a time to work. Yeah. We need people that will be sincere with God. The Bible says that we ought to help to encourage them. Again, we've already said that there's not one member greater than the next. But guess what? This is not a democracy. We are to follow the will of God. Now, I'm not saying the preacher says everything. I'm not saying that, no. That's what we got deacons for. That's what we got lay members for. And when we do get out of line and we do get messed up, it's for you people to say, hey, listen, I need you to worry. You're getting out of line here. You need to bring it in. We talked about the Bereans earlier. They studied the Word and they got in there and if there was something contrary to what the Word said, they'd discuss it and they'd hash it out and they'd talk it out. Even up here on our covenants in all of our churches, yeah. it says that we are to go to our brothers and sisters in Christ and in love, not in that body, but tell each other and work these things out. Amen. 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 That comes from the Bible too. I believe Matthew 13. Yes. I may have to go and look. Yes. <coughs> but the thing is, the preachers that are in this, they are to be listened to. They have been put into this charge because they have been God called. They have been put into 
this. And they've gone through the ordination. They have been set aside. And they have preached. And then in doing so, they have been liberated. And, and then they have been licensed. And then they have been ordained. These things are set up to help prove what God has truly called. And the Bible says in 1 Timothy 5, it says, Let the elders that rule be counted worthy of double honor. Especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture said, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. Against an elder receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. Why are these words written in the Bible? To help to instruct us, we are read it, to instruct us and rebuke and exhort us and help us and reprove us and help us do these things the way that we ought to. And these are not my words, these are the words of the Bible. We are to listen and give our, our, our ears to the preached word of God. So many times today, and I'm not talking about... They all may be getting already upset. Starting to lean back on me a little bit. Just stick with me. I've been around the block a few times, and that's just the truth. Good, bad, and the ugly. I've been around. And guess what? This problem just ain't just for the primitive Baptist. Oh, no. It is not. Let's be clear of that. No, this problem is a worldly problem. It's all over. And bro, I tell you what, I remember I'd be sitting out there beside Memo, and if I got out of line or started kicking something or not listening, boy, I got straightened up real quick. The preacher's preaching. You need to shut up and listen to what he has to say because he may give you something that's going to get to your heart and convict you and help you to be obedient. And when people come and we have an altar call, you start seeing people milling around and all these Saints. No, we need to get serious yeah. about what God has called us to do. That's right. When the preacher's preaching, listen up because it is a word of God. That's right. So many times we found people come up to us and say, Well, you said this, that, and the other. I'm like, I don't think I said that. Right. It's a little bit of the story of the telephone, and I wonder, were you even listening? <laughs> We need to listen and be obedient, not that we're anything special. No, it's because we're lifting up the one that died upon the cross. We're trying to help people. We're trying to encourage people. Now, again, this is the main point. Why don't you help him out just a little bit? Why don't you pray for him? You don't like the way your preacher's preaching. Why don't you pray for him? Why don't you spend a little bit of time on your knees saying, Lord, help my preacher. Lord, help my pastor. Lord, help my deacon. Lord, help my Sunday school teacher. Lord, Lord, help him. And God, if I can help him, why don't you tell me how I can? Yeah. You know what will help your preacher better than anything else? You just pat him on the back and you tell him, boy, that was a good message today. Amen. Now, you guys preachers will, will say, well, that wasn't us anyway and all these things. And that is the truth. Right. It is God that uses us. That's it is right. God that delivers uh, the words to us. We just try to get out of the way and just let it just come into our mind. Right. It comes right out. Right. But guess what? He still feels pretty good sometimes, Gary. When he feel like, boy, I messed that up. Boy, I tell you what, I really messed that up bad. Lord, please forgive me. I wish I'd done a little bit better. And some little old lady come up to me and just wrap their arm around me and say, Boy, Jeff, that really touched my heart. Boy, I tell you what, that skipped on my shoe. Boy, that touched my whole oh, Lord. I needed that today. I tell you what, that gets me excited. I'm ready to go and knock the door 
sometimes say condemnation when we didn't mean to say condemnation, don't we? <laughs> but again, I'm glad I'm not perfect. I'm just pointing you to the one that is. Amen. What did you come here to do? The problem is, is that we are in the time, and now we're trying to wrap it up, Roger. Thank you. We're trying, all right? For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Why is that? Truthfully, I ain't standing up here saying that, that, that any time's worse than the next. Sin is sin. It's always been sin from the dawn of time to today. Yeah, right. The same sins that they can that they're that they're doing today, they've done it ever since the dawn of time. Right. Y'all hear now? Yeah. But I am sure of this. I believe this to be true, and I don't think I'm speaking wrongly. The Bible talks about hell and how it enlarges itself, and broad is the way. All of those things, and I believe that there are more and more people headed toward the devil's hell today than ever before. Amen. My own daughter plays basketball and and in school and different things, and and you hear what goes on in those kids' lives, and they come home and they say, "Well, so and so believes this, or so and so is this, or they claim to be this, or they claim to be that." If you know what I'm saying, yeah. and it hardens my heart. Right. Where are these kids hearing these things? Right. Where are the, the, the men and the husband and the wife right. and the families got to get them into church? Right. Where is the man of God that will get up there and tell them, well, this is right and this is wrong, not because it's my opinion, yeah. but because yeah. the Bible says yeah. it's yeah. right and it's wrong. Yeah. Where is that? Yeah. And the thing is, is that they have uh, heaped unto themselves, as the Bible says, it says, and it says in Proverbs 14 and 12, there is a way which seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Jeremiah also says this, 16 and 12, and ye have done worse than your fathers, for behold, you walk every one after the imagination of his evil heart, that they may not hearken unto me. Yeah. Yeah. We had to open our hearts to the Word of God. Yeah. Yeah. We have to open our hearts to why is it that the preacher is delivering. We have to open up our hearts, and again, this ain't just for the preachers, but what is it that our Sunday school teacher is trying to teach me? Yeah. Yeah. What is it that the Word of God, when I read it and I go through it at night and I try to have a better understanding, what is it that the Word of God is telling me? Yeah. What is it that, that God is trying to help me to see? And the Bible tells, and I feel led to go over and say this, and I'm going to hush. Psalms 139, 23 and 24 says this. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in the ever, in the way everlasting. When the word and the preacher gets up to preach, and I tell you what, Roger's going to get up here and he's going to do a better job than I did. Bless him, Lord. But when he gets up there and he preaches, I'm going to say, Lord, help me. Yeah. Search me, O oh God. Yeah. If there's something inside of me that I'm, that's keeping me or separating me from where I'm supposed to be with God, yeah. make it known unto me. Right. Lord, convict my heart. 
I'm not going to get up here and say, oh, well, I don't like to hear Roger preach much. No, I'm going to listen to him. Roger, let me be clear. I like to hear Roger preach. I love it. He loves the Lord. I know he loves the Lord. And that means a lot. But God help me. When they get up tomorrow morning and they preach, I'm coming to hear preaching. I'm coming to hear what God has for me to hear. I'm coming because I want to be a better Christian today than I was yesterday. I want to be taught and I want to be instructed. I want my toes to be stepped on because I am not perfect. I am nothing. I am the least of the least as I've already said. I need God. I need preaching. You hear preachers say it all the time. Why don't you come and preach for I I need need to hear the word. I need to be preached to. Amen to that. You are to that, ain't you? Yeah, you are. Because we need to hear the preach word of God. I need it to help to instruct me. I need it to direct me. I need it to rebuke me. I need it to reprove me. I need it to exhort me. I need preaching. I need God fearing men that will stand up and tell you what the Bible says whether I like it or not. And I'm thankful, Gary, for people like you that have stood and preached and I've heard you and it's convicted my heart. Not because it's what you had to say, it's because what God had for you to say and laid on your heart and gave you a message. Brian, brother, I've heard you, brother, and I've heard you preach and it's convicted my heart and it's helped me in time to pray. I think that the Red Talk, brother, you helped me and I love you for it. We gotta help one another. association we preached about loving the brother and all these things and again the same message was that if we can't love one another who else is going to and if we can't encourage one another and if we can't instruct one another who else is going to and I've had some of you instructing me out from time to time too and I'm thankful for it amen thank you lord because I need it. Yes, sir. I'm prideful. I'm boastful. If I get myself in the way, I get in trouble. Yeah, that's right. Message is, it's a two-way street. This is not a movie. Yeah. This is not story time. That's right. You understand? This right. is the body of Christ. Right. Okay, last thing. I'm hushing. <laughs> when, when, when Jesus went to Peter and he asked, do you love me, do you love me, do you love me? We could go and talk about very quickly. He said, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. That's right. That's the way your preacher's supposed to do, right? Amen. I'll tell you what, we got an awful lot of sheep back there starving. Right. Because they're saying, I ain't going to go up there and eat that. I don't want none of that. You know that? We got Christian people that are sick and starving and sickly because they ain't listening and they ain't eating on what the Word of God has for them to eat on and to be nourished on. The Bible tells us that we that we live not by bread alone, but by the Word of God. We need the Word of God. We need it to help us and encourage us. Amen. I need to be fed. Yeah. And how do I get fed? I come to church and I hear preaching. That's how I get fed. I need it. Lord knows I like to eat. I mean, look at me. But I'll tell you what, sometimes I get bowled up and scoped up and I don't want to have anything to do with that. 
then I got to repent and say, Lord, I'm sorry, that was me. You may say, well, that message wasn't for me. I found, and I'm going to hush. I'm really trying. Saying, well, that message wasn't for me. Start looking around, this, that, and the other. I'll tell you what, if you get really sincere, and you really begin to listen, there's something in there for you. you There's something for you. If you just listen. Right. Right. Can I get an amen on that? Amen. 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 And that is exactly what we need to hear. I need to be fed. I need to be nourished. And all that happens is if I'm listening to what God would have me to hear. We are in this together. And let's try to encourage one another. Why? Amen. Because people are dying and going to hell. That's where we're at today. Amen. 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 Bless him, Lord. God bless you. Bless him, Father.